smoking, bang Sinatra, that's all gas. On a hunt in a tall grass, intercepting every ball pass, then I run it back, that's a TD. Check the scoreboard, y'all last, we up one, you see me. Pussy niggas wanna talk about it, go to Hellcat, no demon. I be politicking on your broadcast, at the red carpet like the famous homie. Action bitch, really famous homie, and you know it's in me, it ain't on me. So creative like I made Adobe, I've been balling like I play with Kobe. What's the deal? What's the deal? We back again with another one. Politics in the podcast, man. We live Wednesday nights, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We got a stool of topics we about to get about to get into the NBA, the NFL. Jay Z is suing Bacardi, and we got Kanye asking Trump to be his vice president. Man, kid is wild, man. We got to get into this first topic, man. So, Carl Anthony Towns, he went down, man. Did you see this? Play, play, play the, play the clip, man. Carl Anthony Towns he took a hit last night, and he was able to come back into the game. We'll take a look at what happened here, but at the moment, Carl Anthony Towns getting help to his feet. This goes down in a heap. Helped off the floor, did not put any pressure on that right leg. He reached in that calf area as he looked to push off there. And he is back in the locker room getting treatment. Get an update when we can, but really unfortunate seeing Towns helped off the floor. 93-76. Here's the end of the play where you see him come up limp right there. True, I'm not going to speculate, but that's not good. Yeah. Carl was helped in the back by the medical trainers. Yeah, man, that was scary to see. He went down on a, on a non-contact play. And, you know, we've been having a lot of Achilles injuries going on. So it looked like it was another Achilles, but it's been ruled a, a calf strain. They're saying that he's out four to six weeks. With Minnesota, you know, trading for Rudy Gobert and kind of going all in on this team and this roster now, and for him to go down right now, man, what, what do you think about Minnesota's chances of really making a run? And do you think that this is something bigger than the calf, or you really believe that this is a uh, 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 is this an Achilles injury like Kevin Durant? Because with KD, they said it was a calf injury, and then he came back and tore his Achilles. So are they just trying to cover it up and say it's the calf? Is it really the Achilles? And how does these two injuries, you know, go hand in foot? What's the deal, y'all? What's the deal, y'all? What up, what up, what up? We're we talking about this Carl Anthony Towns situation, man. He, he blew out his calf. They're saying it's his calf muscle. But we're looking at it, and it's the same type of injury that they said was a calf with Kevin Durant. But then he came back and blew out his Achilles. So we're wondering, like, is it really the calf or is it the Achilles? And, how, and what does this mean for Minnesota going forward? Well, I think... Um... You know, as far as the injury itself, I think it's a little different because uh, I don't think they ruled it a calf with KD. They said it was, but they didn't rule it. Now, they made a ruling that it was a calf, calf, but 
at the same time, it looks similar. It does look like an Achilles, you know, Achilles tendon injury. We've seen a, quite a few of those, you know, over the last five or six years. So I'm hoping that it's not, you know, I'm hoping, hoping not, but I don't think it's doomsday for Minnesota. I didn't think Minnesota was a, you know, a formidable team the way they were currently constructed as, you know, with a healthy car on the town. You know what I'm saying? I didn't believe that they were going to make a deep playoff run anyway. I thought that they were too crowded in the, in the middle with with Gobert and, and Towns right there. I think that was too crowded. I think Anthony Evers uh, made a made a comment about it being he can't drive because the big's down there earlier this season. But, you, you know, now that uh, Towns goes down, I think it's a, it's a blessing in disguise. And Anthony Edwards is a, is a rising star. That gives him more green light to go ahead and carry this offense. Um, D'Angelo Russell is still somebody that can create for himself and create others for others. And Gobert is a defensive monster. He's not an offensive player. So they could run off some runs in the regular season and stay afloat with Towns down. I don't think it's a good combination anyway. I think Towns and Gobert is not going to work. This isn't Powell and Bynum. You know, this isn't in, in a triangle offense with Kobe Bryant. You know, this isn't nothing like that. So I think um, this is a blessing in disguise. I think Minnesota should be able to stay afloat. But uh, with, with Towns, I don't think they were going to be a great team anyway. I 100% agree with Ronnie. I mean, I had a I had to force myself to watch Minnesota anyway a couple of years ago <laughs> with my boy D Rose. So I, I had to watch Minnesota. And ladies and gentlemen, they they were trash. They're, that's why Jimmy Butler didn't want to be on the team before. It's not the skill set, it's the mentality. Now, if we going off of the picture that I just seen, because I don't really pay attention to Minnesota, but if we're going off the picture that I just seen about the calf injury well your boy ruptured his Achilles so if we going off of that picture that is the same position I was in when I ruptured my Achilles mm. when I ruptured my Achilles it just felt like a pop and you fell to the ground and you looking like what the hell is this so uh if it is a calf injury, okay, cool. Ruptured Achilles, I wouldn't be surprised. Does Carl Anthony Towns make a difference on this Timberwolves team? Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, Carl Anthony Towns hasn't did nothing for the Timberwolves since he been there. D. Rose had to carry the team when he was there. Jimmy Butler had to help carry the team. Carl Anthony Towns hasn't done anything. This is Edwards' team, by the way. So with Carl Anthony Towns being out, you got the log, like Ronnie said, it's not as clogged anymore. Tell Gobert, set a pick, get the hell out the way. Uh, D'Lo, now we know why the Lakers traded him. Shout out to Alvin. Uh, now we know why the Lakers <laughs> traded him because he has not existed in any team since. Well, he did good. I think was was he with Brooklyn? He did good with one team. Yeah. Uh, but ever since then, he hasn't shown up. So. Timberwolves, ain't nobody give a damn about the Timberwolves anyway. So <laughs> they howling and ain't nobody paying attention to them. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, I don't think that they're going to make the deep run. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what is going to pan out to look like in the West right now. Uh, Dallas, they just beat Golden State last night. They just added. Kimball Walker to their roster. 
So Kimball Walker is now part of the Dallas Mavericks. So now they got another point guard, another guy that can take the ball out of Luka's hand so it doesn't have to be Luka, 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 like it's been. They got Christian Wood over there. That's that's their big man. He's been hitting threes. He's been dominating down low. Do you, what do you think this move does for the Dallas Mavericks? Does it make them a true contender in the West? They were just in the uh, Western Conference Finals. Does that is that move enough to to take them over the hump? Absolutely you? nothing. It does absolutely, <laughs> absolutely nothing. Hey, go go back to that picture. Go. I guess we talk about my D Rose's teams this today. I like this. I like this. Go 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 back. Yeah. Oh, ooh. Oh, you see that? You y'all showing the wrong highlights. Why y'all showing that man like that? Y'all showing that man like Kimber that. Kimber get buckets. Why? Don't be playing like Kimber don't get buckets. Why why you showing that man like that? No, listen. Don't, don't let the highlights fool you, ladies and gentlemen. This dude, Kimball Walker, came to the Knicks, his hometown, and he averaged like four points. <laughs> Let's not get it twisted. But I he's a pass first point guard. Walker. I was like, yeah, D. Rosen, <laughs> Kimball Walker, they're about to do something. He's a, he's a pass this first point guard, though. Points a game. And a liability on defense. Too small. You know the NBA is now too fast for him. He was getting cooked every game to the point where top – I mean, come on now. We all know Tom Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau ran D. Rose to the floor. He running all the Knicks to the floor right now. So you get Kimball Walker and you benching him, there got to be a reason. You got Tom Thibodeau benching you. The man yeah, that runs the players to the ground. <laughs> He just got waived by the Detroit Pistons, and that's how he got picked up by the Dallas Mavericks Why? right now. Why they do that? So, because he only because they, four points a game. They got a young, they got a young core, and they're moving on. Just how John Wall ended up on the Clippers, you know, when he got a young core, they just like you know what, but we're John Wall time four points and, and, and let the young bucks have it. I'm gonna tell you what's going on, bro. This is what's going on. To answer your question. No, like yeah, my man y'all said, it does nothing for the Dallas Mavericks. The Dallas Mavericks should not have been in the Western Conference Finals last year. That Phoenix just folded and choked. They completely choked. The Dallas Mavericks should not be in the Western Conference Finals. Kimber Walker has been cut and waived and hasn't been on a stable team for years for a reason. It's not that he can't play anymore, but his style of play isn't working in, in the NBA right now. ISO, you know, streaky shooter on and off. Great handle, take a dribbling a ball too much. It's a new NBA, man. It's a new NBA, and Kimber Walker's skill set has got a little old. He's not as good as a, a a Dame Lillard or Kyrie Irving with the ball, and you know he's not good as Steph Curry with the ball and, and shooting and all that consistently. He's not that good, so he's not lasting. Kim Walker is Kimber Walker is a has been. He does nothing for Dallas. Luca's still going to hold the ball like he does. Matter of fact. I'm tired of all this Luca hype. I'm so tired of it. This dude is so over fucking rated. Dallas is not going anywhere. Luca Doncic has got to learn to play some defense, learn to stop somebody, learn to do something other than hold the ball and get stacked. He remind me of a lot less athletic LeBron James, and it's annoying how much praise this dude's getting because he hasn't won a fucking thing yet. And Kimba Walker is not gonna make him win shit. Okay, Kimba Walker is done. Okay, Dallas is not doing shit. 
Dallas not doing shit. Kim Walker ain't doing shit. It was a ter- terrible move. They got to do something else because that ain't it. Well, well, right now, in a lot of people's eyes, man, Luka is the MVP. No. You know, no. right now, that's the talk of the town oh. right now. Of course. And, and that's, I mean, it's all it's all hype like it was with LeBron. They, they love these stats and numbers, but basketball is a two-sided game. I don't see how people can praise someone so much that is completely ineffective on the other side of the ball. He's un- ineffective. He has defense is terrible. It's not that but, he's a solid defender. But, he is but, a but, terrible but, 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 but one thing you got to remember, though, in the basketball games, in the playoffs, guess what it is? It's a seven-game series. Can you beat me best of seven? And Luka yes. has proven that he can – he, he's unstoppable in the playoffs. He's playoff Luca. What's, no, he's not. They can't what's stop Dallas, him what, what in the playoffs. That's why he was in the Western Conference Finals last year. Yep. You said Phoenix folded. Yeah, Phoenix folded because they couldn't figure out a way to stop him. And Phoenix. ultimately, in the playoffs, in these matchups, these teams like the Golden, the defending champion Golden State Warriors, yesterday, last night, could not figure out how to stop him. And in the seven-game series, if it's a first one to four, man, Luka could beat damn near anybody in the league right now. That is false. No, he cannot. Last year, Golden State, in the in the playoffs, they handled him very easily. Andrew Wiggins played great defense on him, and he looked very human in those last four or five games. Phoenix folded. Phoenix couldn't even score in that series last year. They just completely choked. They, Luka is not unstoppable. Luka, yes, he fills up the stat sheet. But Luca holds the ball too much. He takes way too many threes to only shoot 29% from three-point line. He takes 10 threes a game. He's very inefficient when it comes to that. He shoots a lot of shots. He holds the ball a lot. Yes, he fills up the stat sheet. But Luca's not winning no championship, not playing no defense. Name one superstar ever in history that was able to lead a team to a championship and not play no defense. And be that big. How, uh, you know what I'm saying? They, they talked about Steph Curry and his defense. Steph Curry is 6'2", 180 pounds, and Steph Curry still plays harder defense than Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic does not even try on the defensive end. No superstar ever has ever led their team to a championship without being a top-level defender. So I'm not buying all the Luka hype. He's another a better James Harden. That's about it. Put that camera over here. Listen here. NBA, when it comes to the MVP, when are we going to start going back to the MVP candidates has to be people that actually lead their team to, like, at least first or second place in their conference. We go over here saying Luka should be MVP. <laughs> and right now, currently, his team is ninth. Right. In the, in 11th the, in the <laughs> Thank you. How is that so? And look, and look, y'all, look, look what they're doing. They're skipping past Jason Tatum. The, the Boston Celtics are like first in the league. They're killing. They're like 13 and four. Tatum is averaging 30 points, eight rebounds, and something in sixes or some some crazy numbers. And how is Luca getting all this hype? I, Jason Tatum I usually just don't. the finals. He's an excellent defensive player, but Luca is getting all the hype. That's what I'm I, saying. I, I, I usually. I, I usually don't because they, they the NBA wants I, to make I, it an I, international I, I, game. We know what it Go is, ahead. Ronnie. We know they want to make it an international game. They want to make it an international game because how, like, it, see, you guys got me, my hat coming off. I, how is this possible, ladies and gentlemen? 
Luca is MVP and you ninth in the NBA right now. Your team ain't Come even on. doing good. Come Last on. year, Embiid's team ended in the Western Conference, I think one or two. One or two. And Embiid was killing. And he lost the MVP vote be to somebody else that his team was third. Right. And B right. killed last year, killed everybody last year. Should have been MVP, and he lost it to somebody right. that the team was third. Now we're saying Luca's MVP. Damn well, I, my vote is for Derrick Rose then. <laughs> so Derrick Rose is only averaging like four points a game. If we if we just vote for people now that they team ain't doing good and we ain't going off of Boston or any first or second team, I'm going for New York. Matter of fact, Zach Levine, you got DeRozan, you got my vote. Because obviously you killed last year and you know, we don't care about what place you come in anymore. It's it's just all about padding your numbers. And not play, playing defense. So, DeRozan, I got you. They keep moving the yeah. goalposts, man. They keep changing the criteria. Tatum and Giannis should be top two in MVP, period. Lucas should be nowhere to find. He's putting up stats on a terrible team. So, you, see, but, but, is it? We, you know who did that? Stat James Carter. We, we, we love stats. Like, I, it, a little off subject, but if you look at LeBron James' Instagram the other day, he posts. His 39 points, 11 rebounds, whoop-de-whoop, and posts a game where he had those same stats. This is what he put in on his Instagram account. Nigga, your team is 7-12. and 12. They're underperforming. You guys are just 1-5 or 6, but you post personal stats? How That's so fucking self-righteous. Like, it, everyone's so in love with fucking stats. What happened to winning? I thought the object of sports was winning and losing. And now we celebrate losing because somebody's stats look good. Like you know I don't where like we, this era of sports. You know where we started that with James Harden. No, LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron oh, James yeah. started. LeBron, you know. LeBron started it. James James Harden over here. Like people are like, oh, James Harden is balling, balling, balling. Guess what? He had to. He had nobody on his team. Now who's doing that? Luca. Uh -huh. That's true. You got a point. Oh, you put James Harden on the team where where there's actually a team. He ain't nowhere to be found. Oh my gosh! Oh, MVP Luca. No, Luca. He's taking he's it back. Where, where, where is he from? Where, where, I don't even know where he's from. What, what country is he from? Is it Lithuania? Uh, well, he has been a, a pro athlete since about fifteen, sixteen. So you know he he's he's seasoned. Already, he got game you know? number alone. No, stops Luca got game. MVP. He just ain't what they say he is. He got game for sure. But he's over high. He ain't done shit yet. Well, well, well we, we, we gotta see how we we gotta see we like we gotta see go we gotta see how this this pan out though, man. Because you know this is like the first regular NBA season. Because you remember last year it was eighty two games, but they had the quick turnaround from the year before. So this is actually the first year after COVID where everything is back to normal. So let's see if these these people hold up. Let's see how these injuries affect. And you know it's going to be some blockbusters, you know, at the end of, uh, of this trade deadline because everybody's going to try to tank for victory on women Yama or whatever whatever his name was, the 7 10 guy. Oh, yeah. So, so you already know it's, it's the NBA is just getting started for real. Like, because the, the team, the way teams are now, 
this, this ain't the way the team is going to be constructed by the end of the season. And the teams that stay put, you're going to get lost in the sauce. Well, let's get to this NFL news, man, because the NFL, they have added that 17th game. So now that is changing the stat lines. And now we have two receivers that are on pace to, to break the 2,000-yard receiving mark. We got the cheater, man, Tyreek Hill. And we got Mr. Gritty himself, that boy Justin Jefferson over there. So what are y'all th thoughts on Justin Jefferson or Tyreek Hill, you know, breaking that 2,000-yard mark now that they got that 17th game? They're both over 1,200 yards right now with about six more games to go. And if they get about 150 yards, they can break that average. Do you think one of them is going to break it? And, and what, are you, what are your thoughts on who's going to break it, who's the better receiver? Um, I like Tyreek Hill. I think Tyreek Hill's the more explosive receiver, you know, obviously with his speed and his ability to get down the field. I think Justin might be a little well-rounded. I like both guys. Um, I think both of them could break it. Um, I don't think no shade should be uh, thrown their way either because this is what the league does. Okay, it added a game, but so what? It's always done this. You know, the NBA had eight teams and Bill Russell won 11 rings, yet Bill Russell was always mentioned, you know, as a king because he won 11 rings, but they had eight fucking teams playing. So the league had to expand. They got 30 teams or, or 10 teams, 12 teams, 15, 20, 30. The league keeps on expanding. So they added a game. So what? It's still part of their, it's part of the game. I think it's fair. I think it's dope. Records are meant to be broken. Um, but I look, I look at Tyreek Hill for surely getting to break it because of his, his, his explosiveness uh, during games. So it, it's going to be exciting to see both of them uh, attempt to do that. Um, I really don't watch neither of them. So <laughs> I, uh, I'm going with Hill because he's the name I know. They're both brothers, so I want them both to win. That's what I that's 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 what I'm going with. I think though, isn't Miami a more explosive offense than the Vikings? Yeah. So, yes, I like that answer. Put Rose. Put Rose. Derrick Rose over everybody. But yeah, I think I think Miami has a more explosive offense, so I can think. I may think he may get there faster, but Seahawks all day. Um, I don't. I, I don't know if y'all seen that Justin Jefferson catch, that one-handed catch that he like yanked it from the receiver and tucked it. Justin Jefferson is a hitter, man. Don't man. I think that that Justin Jefferson one-hand catch was better than the Odell Beckham catch. Um, Murdoch, if you can pull that up, man. That Justin Jefferson. One hand catch, man. Please cue that. But I think that Jefferson is really proving that as an overall receiver, he's probably the best receiver in the game right now. A few years ago, they were talking about Michael Thomas on the Saints, but ever since then, he's been injured. And they were talking about Adams, but now he went to the Raiders and they're sorry as shit. So now it's wide open, you know, and I think that, you know, Tyreek has always been like a, a speedster, the cheetah. He's always that guy, but he's not like a full complement receiver. Right. I think overall, number one, I think Justin Jefferson is the best receiver. 
Right. This Check this catch out. is more explosive. This shit is ridiculous. Bro. Oh. Bro. Oh, you, watch the slow-mo. Watch the slow-mo. Keep playing it. It's, they're going to have to zoom in on that. Oh. And he came down with one. My Come man. on, bro. If you yeah, don't know, do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, do your homework, man. Jefferson is yeah. that, that guy right now. Yeah, he's that guy for sure. He got Kirk. He got, I apologize. He got, he got sorry. He got sorry ass Kirk Cousins over there, and he's making it happen. Duke. So. You know, if he had a real quarterback, just imagine what he really would be doing. Like, look at that kick, that throw right there. That was a terrible throw. But he just did some amazing shit, you know. Like he needs some that should have really there. been any other receiver that would have been picked off. And, and that's the real. To uh, Philly with that kid. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's, let's see what the future holds for that, but. I believe that both of these receivers is going to break the 2,000-yard threshold the way they playing. And that would be crazy if we get not one but two. You know, and next thing you know, next year we're going to get five. And a year later, it's going to be 10. And then next thing you know, every everybody's going to be breaking 2,000 yards. Because somehow that's how it happens. Once one person do it, everybody do it. All these brothers are going to be getting checks. And they're like, nah, we can't do that. Yeah, but <laughs> – but speaking of checks, man, we got to get to Jay-Z because this Jay-Z news is crazy, man. So Jay-Z is suing Bacardi over his Deuce deal. So he has a 50-50 deal partnership with Bacardi for Deuce. And now he is suing them for $2 billion. And he is requesting that they show all financial statements and that they show all um, processes and turn over like the whole production process where all the warehouses are. So basically, I believe that Jay-Z feel like Duce, uh, uh, Bacardi ain't paying on the money that he is due and it's, it's all bad. So now he's suing them, he's requesting all these financials and Bacardi thought that they was gonna pull a swift one, but Jay-Z like, nah, these, these, this ain't adding up. Y'all owe me some dollars. So how y'all looked into this and what y'all thoughts on Bacardi trying to swindle Jay-Z? This is why you got to own your shit 100%. You know what I'm saying? Because that 50-50 deal, you don't know where the factories are. You don't know you have a partner production. You don't, you, now you're requesting all of this on the back end. But, but when you don't own it on the front end, then these deals get real tricky. And that's what Kanye was talking about. When he got all all of these deals that he he was in, because he's like, yeah, the 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 back end get real tricky when they say that it cost them all this money for this, when it only cost them pennies over here, but we can't prove it because we don't have access to all the financials. So, what are y'all thoughts on Jay Z suing Bacardi and I'm trying to swindle him out of his dough for the Duce brand? I didn't even know that the deal was with Bacardi. What's y'all thoughts? Yeah, I didn't know the deal was with Bacardi either. Actually, um, I was trying to think of that one track where he was talking about all the business. I think the track with uh Rose, oh. Meek Mill, 
Yeah, the Woods Tree. Yeah, he was saying. Uh, I think that he said Ace of Spades to 100%. Yeah. Ace you know? But Duce, he didn't say that on. So, but I yeah. didn't know who was a Duce partner. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know what company was backing it. Um, and this is what I always talk about, man. Like, I'm not hating on these guys that's, that's got all these money, all, all this money, but I always say this. Why? I know it's easier to, to get franchises that are already established, but at the end of the day, you buy a subway franchise, you might be the order of that, the owner of that franchise, of that particular one, but the owner is still a rich white motherfucker. Like, why won't you just make, if you're somebody like Shaq, instead of buying 10 subways, why don't you make a restaurant that rivals subway that, that is like 100% black owned? Like, you know what I'm saying? Instead of partnering with Bacardi, why don't you make your own liquor? Like, I don't understand the route of steel making all these other companies rich instead of creating our own to rival these companies. So, well, uh, of course, I, I hate that he's getting swindled out of his money, but what the fuck do you expect? When have they ever done any business right in this country on that side? Let's just keep it a bank. They've never been honest with anything. We could date it all the way back to the beginning. So getting in bed with them, you think they're about to be honest with you right now? Motherfucker, no. So stop investing in them. Stop using them. Stop partnering with them and make it 100% black owned. I know it's harder. I know it's going to take longer. I know it's going to take, you're going to make less money, but over time you won't. So that's my thoughts about it, man. Stop partnering these motherfuckers and start being 100% independent. So, so what I want, I want to chime in on the partnership. So what, what they do is they get into these investment groups, these hedge funds where you put your money in and then the group invests in different things together. And it's, it's a group economics thing. So these hedge funds and these angel investors where they angel invest and take a certain percentage of, or ownership of a certain thing because I'm investing in you. And if it, if it becomes profitable, then I, I get a certain percentage of the ownership or the back end. This is the things that as black people, we need to verse ourselves in. And this is what they talk about, that financial literacy. We need to form our own hedge funds. This is how Magic Johnson owns a part of the Dodgers and owns a part of the Lakers and owns a part because he's part of this hedge fund group. And when he puts his money in and then they go spend that money on the Dodgers, and guess what? His money's in there too, so he gets a piece of that ownership. So it's hard to to say that when those type of things don't exist for us and if it doesn't exist then then we have to figure out like i know but that's what i'm saying is that we got to verse ourselves in this type of stuff a lot of the times they they just hire accountants and financial advisors and advisors job is to grow the money and they know that if they put the money over there with this hedge fund or with this pack or this group and then the money going to grow over there. So they're, they're basically doing a good job at doing their job. We got to do a, a better job at, uh, at learning financial literacy so that we can learn how to play the game, how they plan. Mm -hmm. I will. I would. I mean, I agree with both of you guys. I think in, in a way, uh, a lot of times we get exploited and we don't even know we getting exploited. So, like, yeah, they wanted to use Jay Z because Jay Z is a is a, he's an icon, he's a legend. So they using his name, 
you know, they going, hey, okay, yeah, Jay, you know, throw your money in too. Oh, yeah, you can get half or 10%, whatever you get it, get it. But on the on the back end, we about to get a lot more than what you getting. But we we're gonna get your people to start drinking our drink because you behind it. And that's us being exploited, where like how you were saying, Caleb, you know, we don't got nothing. Well, we don't have nothing because none of the people above us that's making the money is deciding to go, hey, let hey, Jay, hey, Diddy, y'all both got alcohol, right? Why y'all won't y'all just, hey, let's do it together. You know what I'm saying? Let's let, let's let's do it together and keep keep certain people out. You know, but at the end of the day, going back. Hove did that, so you don't have to go through that. <laughs> so, so, so when you speak on Diddy, so what Diddy's deal with Ciroc was a brand ambassador deal, so he didn't really get ownership. He was there solely to be a brand ambassador for the for the liquor. Now That's he has right. this new he has this new tequila. I think it's Daily Own or something, where he's the owner of it. So now he has a new tequila in which he's the owner of it, but that's. But that's what um, when Victory Lap, when when Nipsey was ahead of his time and he was really kicking a lot of game. And when he said, I integrated vertically, y'all niggas blew it. I don't think that shit. He said, dumb it down, Nip, you might confuse him. You say this little rap shit y'all niggas used to. He was telling you right there because what vertical integration is owning the process from A to Z. So you own the land that's being farmed. You own the factory that produces the, you own the store that the product is being sold in. You own the digital space that the website you own from A to Z. And that is what is called vertical integration. And that's what Nipsey said. It said, I integrated vertically. Now I, you can't stop me from doing anything because I own the process from A to Z. I integrated vertically. Y'all niggas blew it. You know what I'm saying? And that shit really was like some inspirational shit that, that really black people really need to tap into. Master P is the one teaching products, teaching you this vertical integration. Get you some products on the shelf. Get you invest in these different things. But but at the same time, if I got a billion dollars and I gotta put it in a, a, a account that is not gonna grow me any money, then why wouldn't I just invest it? Yeah, that's that's the 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 daily own. That's the tequila right there, man. So that's Diddy's new thing. So he's actually an owner of that. And and that's his shit. Okay, I'm gonna have to fuck with that tequila then. All right, Diddy. Fuck. Yeah, man. Yeah, but but that 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 shit is crazy. That's why you gotta really pay attention. And and, and this is why. We got to get to this next topic, man, Kanye, because Kanye went crazy. And then now he said he's still so relieved because he's out of those deals with Adidas, with Balenciaga, with all these people where he doesn't own the back end, where he doesn't control the back end process. Now he can own his Yeezy brand from from A to Z. Now he can vertically integrate. If you remember the famous argument with Sway, Sway was telling him to vertically integrate. Why don't you 
make your own factories? Why don't you make your own, you know, the relationships with the distributors? Why don't you go do this? And he like, no, you don't got the answer, Sway. That ain't the answers. And now he circled back and he's like, you know what, Sway? You did have the answers. And he's admitting to that is the way to go. And that's the way that he's trying to go in the future. Even if he sells a thousand pieces at $20, that profit margin is all him. And if he knows how much it costs on the front end for real, then he can really know how profitable he is. You know, he can't really even gauge how much money he can really make because the back end is so crowded with, with they have to recoup. They have to recoup everything spent out. So you can be on a you can be on a yacht with your side with your side piece and you can make that a business expense. And now that come out the money that I'm supposed to get paid. Right. And that and it get real tricky. And if you if you don't got access to those financials, then it get real, real tricky. Well, let's get to this 2024 presidential race. Because I told you, man, all this shit is politics and all this shit got to do with politics. And that's why we politicking right now, man. So Donald Trump, man, he had a private dinner at Mar Largo Estate. And he invited a bunch of guests. I'm not even gonna go on the list. I'm just gonna go to Kanye. Kanye was on that list of invited. Showed up there. He said Trump was talking real pompous and everybody in the room was like yielding to Trump. So he actually asked Trump there to be his vice president. I guess he started to disagree with some of the things that Trump was saying in the room. They got in some type of argument and Kanye ended up with going with, well, you know what? How about you just run with me and be my vice president? And now they're they're having words with each other and they're going at each other. And now there's a Kanye, Kanye West, Donald Trump feud going on in the media right now. What do y'all think about the 2024 race? We got Biden that's throwing his hat in. We got Trump that's throwing his hat in. We got Kanye that's throwing his hat in. Thoughts? Oh my God, man. America is a fucking shit show right now. <laughs> what the fuck are we looking at? Biden's 150 year old ass trying to run again, not knowing if he's going to wake up tomorrow. Motherfucking. Donald Trump and Kanye are beefing. What type of shit is this? This is like <laughs> Lil Romeo and Bow Wow was beefing. Like, get the fuck out of here with this shit. Kanye, you really <laughs> Trump is trying to be a president himself. Why in the hell would you ask him to be your vice president? You got two niggas with the biggest egos in America beefing. What the fuck are we watching, man? This is a sad ass time. I'm gonna watch this clown ass show and not get too invested in it because I know it's a fucking clown show for us to watch and be entertained. Biden, Kanye, Trump, three of the biggest fucking clowns running for president. And wouldn't be surprised if Kanye get a whole bunch of crazy motherfuckers behind him. Like, I don't know, man. This is We, we are in a crazy time in America right now. I'm glad I'm witnessing this shit because the shit is funny as fuck. I'm going to be able to tell this story 40 years from now if I'm still alive to my grandkids because this is some corny ass bullshit. Kanye and Trump beef. What the fuck, man? What's next? I've seen it all. I'm fucking done, y'all. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying is, Caleb, I need, 
I'm going to need help to figure out how to get my name on the ballot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this, this is just giving me the green light. I just I just need that extra cloud in my life. I ain't afraid to admit it. Uh, I need this extra cloud to go on to a new level with this videography stuff. So I think who was what was that name on the ballot last year? These nuts. These nuts. I need to figure out. Matter of fact, these nuts. If you watching this, I need to figure out how to get my name on the ballot. So at least people can look me up. Be like brand of encouragement, y'all jacket it. Let me go look him up because I mean, I might have a chance after all. You, you got these guys beefing, you know, and Biden. I heard he just turned 80 or something like that. Man, I thought he Hey, y'all remember in wrestling when it was like nobody liked each other, so they had a Royal Rumble? Yeah, and they used to put like chairs and ladders in the middle of the shit. Yeah, and just be like uh, everybody, just, everybody whooping each other ass. And, and the last one in there, you have to throw the dude out the ring to eliminate him. Right. And the last one in the ring wins. Right. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. That <laughs> that, that's what's going on. Now. The political version of that is going on right now. The royal for for, for for the presidency. On smoking Joe though, like. Those who want to vote for Smoking Joe again, we have not hear, heard from. Is is what he got one more year? So it's been like four years, and we haven't heard one thing from Joe. And the only thing I have heard from Joe, with you know, um, I forget her name, um, stuck in in Russia. You got her stuck in Russia. Brittany Griner. Yeah, you got Grinder stuck in Russia. You got mass killings going around. Um, people like stabbing people in Walmarts and Kmarts and whatever the case may be. You got all these killings going on. And only thing I ever heard from Joe is, hey, we need everybody to band together and go on strike for the railroad. That's what you want to talk about, Joe? That's Joe. That's now, Kanye and Trump, all right. How you going to ask the man? It's like me saying, hey, hey, Caleb, uh, you you want to be the co-host of uh, politician, you know, politicking. You you want to be a, you want to be a co-host. <laughs> Trump, how are you going to ask Trump to be your vice president? And he just got done being president. Goofy. <laughs> Goofy. <laughs> like, hey, LeBron. I know you're still in your prime, but. Oh, wait, he did do that with Miami. My bad. Um, <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad. But y'all, 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 y'all get with me. Y'all get with me. I don't know, man. This, this, this shit is all a, a, a big game of charades, man. I, I called it, though, when, when the whole Kanye thing broke out on this podcast, I said, watch, Trump, uh, Kanye going to be running for president. Yeah, there we go. We got to get him for president. <laughs> Love it. Love it. But, but when I called it, I said Kanye gonna run for president, and I thought that he was gonna end up being Trump's vice president. I watched him end up being Trump's vice president, but it, it, it almost happened, but it flipped the other way because Kanye fucking around and act Trump to be his vice president. <laughs> <laughs> so goofy, so goofy. I know, man. That shit wild. 
2024, man, as we head into this recession, it's like, man, I don't even know. Like, you really look at it, we're headed towards the recession for sure. And it's like, if we get Biden back in there, then it's going to be fucking ugly for the country. We get Kanye in there, we know we don't know what Kanye gonna do with the money. Trump, I, everybody was getting money, but the rich was just getting the most money. Right. But at least everybody was getting money. So it's like, oh fuck, man. As a country, we really got to decide: do we want the money? Do we want the bullshit? Either way, we fuck. Give us the brain. Yes, sir. All right, so let's get some shout outs before we get up out of here, man. Let everybody know your recent shit. What, what's up coming with y'all? What is the finding? Man, I want to shout out. I want to shout out uh, everybody that continues to support the politic and brand, the movement, the podcast, and uh, everything we're doing. You know, the, without y'all, without the supporters. You know, we can't we can't continue to progress and move forward. So I want to shout out them. I want to shout out the squad, you know, Dank, Sinatra, Yah, everybody who's absent, the mayor, you know, uh, Am Rock. You know what I mean? Shout out uh, to, to everybody that's been down with us in the media field. There's too many of y'all motherfuckers in name, but I appreciate every one, last one of y'all. You know, next year we got some things cooking. We got a new new podcast coming. Uh, not new podcast coming, but, you know, higher learning coming back, but with a new style. Uh, I don't want to say too much because, you know what I'm saying, it's brewing, but uh, for the top of the year, we're going to hit it off. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? New studio, so we got that coming. You know, we got docuseries this next year, got the TV show being taped top of the year as well. So we got some things coming to push the politic and brand and uh, to progress it. So keep on fucking with us, y'all, and uh, and thank y'all for, uh, for continuing to support. And this is my time as the future president of the United States of America. <laughs> uh, y'all my boys and everything but my vice president uh since his name was on the ballot last year these nuts is <laughs> we can run this world together um for the reason kanye and them yeah kanye and them they're gonna mess it up but my Shout out to the politicking family. I appreciate you guys. I love y'all. Y'all been doing y'all things. I've been seeing y'all do y'all thing, handling man things, and taking care of y'all families at the same time. These dudes be grinding, but y'all got to remember, they grinding, and they still got a wife. They still got kids that they are taking care of. So the grind never stops, and I appreciate you guys doing y'all thing. Uh, shout out to the mayor. Y'all better win this game today. So, so y'all can get to the championship. Um, shout out to Brand of Encouragement. I see my wife, you know what I'm saying? When I get off of here, you know, I got you, girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Pipe down. Night, night. <laughs> give it to you president style. Matter of fact, I might give it to you Clinton style. All <laughs> affairs. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. So, I appreciate you guys. Love y'all. Keep tuning in, and if you haven't tuned in, you better start tuning in. Yes, sir. All right, man. I want to shout out y'all for joining me week by week, man. Just keeping this thing going as we grow. I mean, we elevate this podcast. It's, it's really going to take off 2023. Watch. Watch where this shit take us. 
I want to shout out Murdoch, man, on the boards behind all of this. What's the deal? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Murdoch, man, on the boards, killing everything. I want to shout out my beautiful wife, man. Love you. I know you listening. I want to shout out, man, all of the people that's been following us, man, been been rocking with us, the whole team, man. Everybody that's been fucking with me this year, man. Be patient with your boy, man. Watch what we do, man. We just got we got we got access to everything that we've been looking for. And 2023 is no excuse, man. This shit is it's really finna get cracking, man. So I'm really I got in this shit, you know, to see how far I could take it. So I don't know what you're gonna do with your life. But I'm gonna get to it, man. Politics in the podcast, man. We out. Yeah. Smoking tanks and nitro, that's all gas. On the hunt in a tall grass. Intercepting every ball pass, then I run it back. That's a TD. Check the scoreboard, y'all last. We up one, you see me. Pussy niggas wanna talk about it, go to Hellcat, no demon. I be politicking on your broadcast at the red carpet like the famous homie. Act your bitch, really famous homie, and you know it's in me. It ain't on me. So creative like I made Adobe. I've been balling like I play with Kobe.